And hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. What is going on? What is really happening? The left, are they truly supporting Hamas? Let's talk about it. or where they went, they caught 78 known terrorists within the beginning of this year alone. And hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Man, you know what? There's so much, so many things. The insanity, the craziness. It's like it's almost never ending now. You would think that the year 2023, about to be 2024, that man on this planet would get to the point to be civilized. Why do we have to be uncivilized right now? Why does this is constantly happening this way? Right? And I just, you know, I'm sitting there thinking like over the weekend, And I'm seeing it happen. And the more it's happening, the crazier things get. This conflict that's been happening in Israel is not anything new. It's been happening for many, many years. And it's like they're not going to stop it from happening. There's no way to stop it from happening. The Bible told us all that in the last days that all nations will come down on Israel. Is that the time of now? Man, it's really looking like it. We also hear that China is starting to chime in about all of the conflict that's happening in Israel. Iran is getting in. Iran is talking about more threats. You have Iraq, Syria, Lebanon. You have all of these other nations. And even now think about it. Russia is out their allies with Iran along with China. So if all of this pops off now, what do you think it's going to look like for the country? Now, some people believe that Biden purposely initiated this. Think about it. If you ask me, that's probably a true statement because Joe Biden released the six billion dollars on September 11th, 2023. And not too long after that, shortly after that, what happens? You have Hamas sending more shooting, more rockets into Israel. And Israel's having to defend themselves. And as a result of Israel having to defend themselves, you have a great deal of the world saying, oh my goodness, Israel is about to do genocide. And it's it's like the most idiotic thing for someone to say. And the reason why I say that, because Israel, before they go in, and they've done this for many years, they drop leaflets. Hey, get out of harm's way. They'll they'll drop the knock bomb, knock, knock on top of the roof of a building where Hamas is shooting rockets from. Knock, knock, get out the building. So not only are the Israelites warning the innocent men, women, and children in the building to get out of harm's way, they're also telling the terrorists to get out of harm's way. No one does that if they're going to actually do genocide. 
And what's really amazing is that they're saying now Israel's about to do genocide. They are about to do genocide now. Because they're defending themselves. You cannot allow that to happen. Let me put it. Th- let me put it to you this way. Let's say that Will Johnson moves in next door to you. And <clears throat> I'm there. You're there. We say hi to each other. We don't we don't have too much of a conversation, but we say hi to each other every now and then. Some of your weeds come into my yard. A lot of my weeds go into your yard and you get upset about it. You'd be like, man, I wish these weeds would stop growing from the yard. Can you please take care of your yard? Will Johnson. Right. But then I have a neighbor move in with me, you know, someone else, you know, a friend, colleague, whatever, what have you. Someone moves in with me into my home then that person that moves into my home starts throwing rocks at your home, breaking your window, taking you know stuff out of your yard. I don't see it happening, but you see it happening, and you come to me and complain, say, "Hey, you've got to stop your new per- the person living with you now. You got to stop them from stealing the stuff out of my yard and throwing rocks, breaking my windows." And I go, "I don't know what you're talking about. It's not even happening. I haven't seen it." And then I turn around and see the person living with me throwing rocks into your home. And I'm going, well, I can't do anything because he's holding me hostage. He's forcing me to stay there and watch you watch, watch it happen. You're not going to care. You're not going to care. Especially if I know now, again, we somewhat been getting along, but you're not going to like me as a neighbor any longer. And you most definitely not going to like the person that's living with me throwing rocks at your home. That's the same scenario that's happening right now with Israel. But then you get fed up being Israel and you say, you know what? I can't take it anymore because you just killed my child. Throwing a rock in my window. You killed my child. You're going to retaliate. And then I go, whoa, 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 the genocide. You can't do genocide. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. But I knew all the all along the person living with me was throwing rocks at, at you, stealing stuff out of your yard broke the window and killed the person living in your house. But I'm getting ready to scream genocide. That's exactly what's happening here. And it's really amazing. You hear all these people screaming, saying, oh, my goodness, this this can't be like this. It can't be that way. They're all screaming it. Israel is the problem. And it so makes me think about the leftists here in the United States of America going after President Trump. Joe Biden's killing our economy. The border's wide open. We have a fentanyl problem. We have a gas problem. A problem. We have a food problem. But they all go Trump bad. See, in this case, Joe Biden would be Hamas, and President Trump would be Israel. But Trump bad. Trump bad. Not Joe Biden. We don't want to look at all the her- terrible things Joe Biden's doing. Trump bad. Exact same thing, and it's a mind thing. It is straight up a mind thing, a mental thing. You probably could call it a mental crisis, but I constantly call it a demonic spirit that's convincing people to go along with this stupidity. That's exactly what it is. Let me share this first one with you that I, I have to share with you this this th- today. I'm still thinking like this evening. You know, I did this evening for many, many, for many, many, almost about over a year, actually. But listen to this. This is. Jake Sullivan, where he came out just not what just what on the I think it was on the the 10th uh, in September saying that, oh, you know what? Because of Joe Biden's policies, because everything that we are doing, we've achieved peace per se. 
Listen to him on MSS or uh, Meet the Press, which was kind of interesting to me because they're on Meet the Press. Can you uh, split screen it for me there, please? Here, on Meet the Press, listen to how she's asking questions. It's almost like she's getting tough about these questions. I'm like, what is, is there something changing? I don't think anything is changing. I think it's a money thing. And I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. But listen to this. I want to play you some remarks that you made just eight days before the attack and get your reaction on the other side. The Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. Now, challenges remain. Iran's nuclear weapons program, the tensions between Israelis and Palestinians. But the amount of time that I have to spend on crisis and conflict in the Middle East today compared to any of my predecessors going back to 9-11 is significantly reduced. Jake, why was your assessment there so far off the mark? Well, first, Kristen, I made those comments in the context of developments in the wider Middle East region over the last few Now, I'm a, let me stop it real quick because I, I want you all to pay attention. Did you hear the last thing that she said? Listen, I'm going to go back to it. Listen to this last thing that she said. And he completely kind of like deflects. He's, he, he make a very good policy. reduced. Jake, why was your assessment there so far off the mark? Why was your assessment there so far off the mark? Why was it so off the, off the mark? I'm surprised she actually said that on the, on the progressive government state media outlet. She actually said that. Listen. Well, first, Kristen, I made those comments in the context of developments in the wider Middle East region over the last few years after two decades that involved a civil war in Yemen and a massive humanitarian catastrophe, a civil war in Syria and a massive refugee crisis, an invasion and insurgency in Iraq, a NATO military operation in Libya, Iranian-backed attacks on both Saudi and the UAE, uh, as well as many other steps, including the rise of a terrorist caliphate that actually occupied a huge amount of territory. The sentence before what you just played, I said, in fact, that this was for now and that it could all change. Did he actually say that, Shannon? Did he say this is for now and can all actually change? Well, they didn't play that soundbite. I don't recall him saying that when I watched it. Maybe he did. But the point is, he was touting, you know, puffing his chest out there. Look what we did. It's because of us. Because of us. Not what? Now, you have to remember, Joe Biden said the $6 billion. What did they think they were going to do with the $6 billion? That they keep saying that they're going to freeze. Well, they actually said Qatar and and the U.S. government have some control over that money. And Qatar said that they were going to free or they were going to make sure that Iran couldn't have access to that money. So I don't know. But but, you know, we have Ted Cruz um, that said this weekend that we've financed Iran in so many different ways. Yeah. Six billion is nothing compared to how much money they've made when uh, Joe Biden went in and released all the sanctions on Iran. So, it is, you know, the six billion. Billion doesn't mean anything at this point. It, yeah, it doesn't. It's been billions and billions. And it's billions been billions of dollars. of dollars. It's been billions of dollars. And with all the billions of dollars going into a terrorist organization, what did they think what would happen? Oh, no. Look, they're using the money for humanitarian reasons. It's all for humanitarian reasons. Don't worry about it. It's just humanitarian reasons. Really? 
is supposed to be for humanitarian reasons, then if that was the case, then why are they why are they spending money now on killing Israelis? Why are they sending money to Hamas? Why would they do that if it's supposed to be? But you know what? These people are so evil. They believe it's humanitarian to get rid of, to kill Israelites. See, in their mind, they think they're doing the right thing. Now, let me play this next one for you because it goes right along with what I was saying in the beginning of my opening monologue, how all of those on the left, how they're screaming, oh my goodness, what Israel's doing? And you know what? They never mention about what Hamas just did. Why won't they mention that? They won't mention that Hamas did this attack and killing countless Israelis, decapitating children. They never talk about that. Again, Trump bad. Same scenario. Forget about all the bad things President or Joe Biden's been doing, but President Trump bad. Joe Biden, yeah, he did some bad things, but Trump bad. It's the exact same thing. Hamas went in killing people, but Israel bad. Hamas initiating shooting all the rockets, but Israel bad. Israel bad because they wanted to defend themselves. This is a sick planet. It's straight up a sick planet. Now, Listen to this liberal leftist, white liberal. And look, and it's disgusting because, and uh, and let me give it, put a disclaimer out here. And I do apologize because there's some enhanced language in here. And please forgive me for not removing it, not blocking out. Um, But you need to listen to what she's saying. This is, this is what they want white liberals and even all America to think like, listen to this. So it wasn't fucking bad enough that Israel gets to decide that they just get to make people um, over a million people have to leave their homes, just just have to go in less than 24 hours. So they warn them of this. So some people do leave and then they shoot them in the streets. They shoot them in the streets and y'all want to say stand with Israel. Fuck off. I don't want to hear a goddamn thing about Hamas. If you are not pro-Palestinian, you are not a comrade of mine. If you are not free Palestine, you are wrong. Yeah, it is. If you're not for Palestine, she says F off. And again, I do apologize for the wow, enhanced language. Wow, you know language. what, Will? That just I'm, shows it, I mean, it, yeah, the audacity, right? right? I mean, so my question to her is, so you agree with Hamas? With, with Hamas yeah, cutting she babies with Hamas. out of women's bodies, which you said... Um, you talked to one guy who's um, a friend of his, his son is over there and showing pictures and was actually involved in the ground movement from Israel into, Homo- into the Gaza Strip, mm-hmm. was telling us that that's what they were doing. They were cutting babies out of women's stum- stomachs. They were decapitating babies. I mean, she's okay with that. And listen. Well, you know what it is, right? There's no wait evidence minute, wait whatsoever. You know what it is, right? You know what that is, right? They've already put the propaganda yeah. out there saying that the 100%. Israelis are the ones decapitating they put fake children. Videos out there, yeah. They're putting fake statements out there, and then people and I'm you know people call themselves conservative Christians sending me messages saying, "Will no, it wasn't Hamas that was doing that. It was the Israelites." No, nope. really, no, nope. really. Listen, they, we're talking about horrific monsters now, and and again, the Israeli the Israeli people allowed these tyrants to be in that location. And you mean to tell me they're going to allow them to be there. Then they're going to turn around and do these horrific things to them. How does it, how do the, how does the Israelis benefit by doing that? 
Think about that. How do they yeah. benefit? Where is the benefit? Now, Hamas, they benefit by trying to put fear. They benefit because they get to kill Israelis. But Israel, they don't, there's no benefit for them to go in and do the horrible things that Hamas is doing. There's no benefit for them. Then if they, it's not even about taking the land because they should have taken the Gaza Strip a long time ago. It shouldn't have never got to this point. Now, I see a couple of people leaving comments. Uh, Sealed by fire says, because they have refused the truth, I will send a strong delusion that they might believe a lie and be damned. You know what? It's uh, 2 Thessalonians 2.11. That is so true. I, I, used to, I used to quote that so many times because I saw what was happening before it even got to the point with the whole transgender thing and everything, how people, they were, they were being sent to strong delusion. It's called a reprobate mind. They have a reprobate mind. They believe all the evil things that they're doing are good when they're not good. Not at all. And Sealed by Fire says, again, who the heck is she? Uh, is she uh, is she American? You know what? I, I believe she is American. Yeah, she's just one of those young people that wants to get on TikTok and be known or Instagram or whatever. And these people are getting on there. They're triggered by something that they heard her or saw. They have no basis or history between Hamas and Israel. They have no history of, or, or actually done any research on what's actually happening. But see, that's what they do, Will. They trigger these young people's emotions. They tell them something and then they get on here and do a video and they say it with passion and people share it. It's yeah. ridiculous. And uh, David on Frank's speech, he is a little jealous of my hair, apparently. What's that? Huh? He's, he's jealous of my hair. He said that? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> listen, listen to Yellen here. Yellen was in an interview and she was asked about the United States of America going into another war conflict between, you know, the one with Israel and Hamas, a.k.a. Iran, the same Iran that the United States of America just funded for this war, talking about funding both sides of the war. And she's saying yes. And I've told so many people before, the reason why you have Joe Biden doing what he's doing, you know, when they did Afghanistan, they're funding Ukraine. There's two fractions of the new world order that's trying to, that's at, at war right now. You have Russia, China, Iran, and a few other nations. They want their, they have their version of the one world order. Then you have NATO, United States of America and Europe nations. They have their version of this one world order. Think about what I'm telling you. So they all want to have this domination, this world domination. They're literally trying to take us into World War III. They really are. They're trying to take us into World War III. Listen to Yellen. When she's asked a question, can the United States of America afford to be in another what war? What this all means. Paul Tudor Jones, the famed investor, was on CNBC this week, and he said, this is the most threatening and challenging geopolitical environment that I've ever seen. At the same time, the U.S. is in its weakest fiscal position since World War II, with debt to GDP at 122%. Can, can America, can the West, afford another war at this time? I, I think the answer is absolutely um, America can certainly afford to stand with Israel and to support Israel's military needs. And we also can and must support Ukraine in its struggle against Russia. And look, the American economy is doing extremely well.
You hear this? Oh, and the American economy is doing extremely well. It really is. The American economy is doing the, the American economy is doing extremely well. How many of you have been to the grocery store in the last, let's just say, four days? Were you happy when you walked out? Oh, look at all the stuff that I got. I got seven things and spent over a hundred dollars. And that hurts. But again, she's a she's completely lied. She's a fabricate. You know who she reminds me of, Shannon? You remember when Bill Clinton was in office, Madam Albright? Do you remember Madam Albright? Yeah. It's like the Democrats always find a short white liberal female to be in that particular position. Now, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, Madam Albright was in the same position. Right? If I'm not mistaken. But it seems um, like they constantly find them in, in that position. Right? I mean. She was Secretary of State. Yeah. So what is her position? She's Treasury. She's the Treasury. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, maybe not that per se, that position, but they always find a short white liberal to be in the cabinet and <laughs> to be among their administration. Okay. Look at this one. Now, I look, let me be clear about something. War is never a good thing. Going to war, people, innocent people are, will always die in war. It's never a good thing. But you have to you have to acknowledge that Israel have they have they've got to do something. They can't sit by anymore and allow innocent people to die because you have the people in Palestine, if you want, in the Gaza Strip, because there's no such place as Palestine. Let's get that straight. There's no such place. But the people that are in the Gaza Strip, they knew about the Hamas terrorists. They saw them setting up shop. They knew they were setting up shop. They've been doing it for years. When you have a cockroach problem, you call the exterminator. Call the exterminator. They refuse to call the exterminator. They allow the cockroaches to grow. But Ted Cruz, he's saying, listen to what Ted Cruz says, because I agree, but disagree. Listen. Next week, the debate in the Senate should be about cutting off all of the funding for Iran. There's been a lot of focus on the $6 billion ransom yeah. that the Biden administration was trying to pay. But the Biden administration has, has allowed over $50 billion to flow to Iran. $6 billion in ransom, $10 billion that they sent three weeks earlier, and over $40 billion in revenues because the Biden administration will not enforce oil sanctions. We need to immediately enforce those sanctions and cut off every single penny that is flowing yeah. to Iran, that is funding this terrorist. Yeah, everything is funding this terrorist organization. And, and, and the part I agree with Ted, uh, Ted Cruz about they need to do more shanks, shanks, sanctions. Why won't they do it? Why is the Biden administration not putting sanctions on Iran? As soon as this popped off, they should have been trying to refreeze the money. As soon as it popped off, they should have been putting sanctions on them as soon as it popped off. But you know what they did? They said they started and they stand back and watch. You know, I've known people to do that. I, I used to go to different places and I would sometimes have people would go with me. And there was a couple people in particular that I can think about every time we would go someplace because, you know, I would go out and do man on the street a lot, you know, and I'm talking about years. I remember years back, there was a couple people when we would go out, they would instigate stuff. And then you know what they would do? They would slip back out of the site and just have the camera capturing everything. 
after they instigated everything. Joe Biden basically instigated everything. And now he's trying to act like he's washing his hands of it. Like we didn't have anything to do with this, but we're going to stand with Israel. We didn't have nothing to do with it, but we're going to stand with Israel. Y'all see my point? Y'all get that? Y'all see that? And I'm not the only one seeing it, right? But that's exactly what happened here. They should have cut off all their fundings immediately, but they don't want to. It's almost like they're wanting us to go into World War III. And I believe, and I've said this multiple times, that they want us to go into World War III because they see here what's happening in the United States of America, that President Donald J. Trump is still winning. President Donald J. Trump, he is designated to win the 2024, just like he did the 2020, right? He's designated to win. So the they can't do the whole COVID thing again because you're not going to buy it. You know, you, I mean, you're not going to buy it. They, they, what else can they do? They can import an army, have total chaos happening here, take us into World War III. But even if they were to do that, it doesn't stop the elections from taking place. What will end up happening, and this is just my opinion because I've never been in that scenario, but this is what my this is what I see happening and taking place. We go into a World War Three scenario, total chaos. We have fighting happening in different pockets here. We have some outages because they go to the electrical grid in the United States of America. They cut down communications, and then guess what happens? When you do your vote, when you do your vote, it may not get there until three to four months later. And during that time period. The evil demon crash will say, look, we can't wait any longer for all the ballots coming in. We see enough ballots here that we want to see. Well, we're going to go ahead and call the election based on what we already currently have. You know, that's constantly what they do. We see them doing it all the time. They've done it in the past. They do the they do the exit polls. Someone standing outside. Who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote? They send that information regardless of what the polls are. And then the media gets the exit polls. And then they say, well, so-and-so wins so-and-so state without even actually counting, counting the ballots. It should be against the law to do that, to ask someone set, stand outside and ask. This should get rid of the exit poll people. Get rid of them. Make it against the law. The vote is the vote. One vote, voter ID, and that's it. But they don't want to do that because they know how to cheat and they've been constantly cheating. Now, they wanted they're wanting to put in Jack Lou as the ambassador to Israel. Jack Lou, he's completely support of Hamas, Palestine, Iran, the Palestinian people. He's complete support of them. Listen to this, because Jack's Jack Lou should never he shouldn't even be he shouldn't even be brought up but the democrats brought him up on purpose and i still don't understand why jewish people still pouring money in, into the democrat party remember i mentioned that earlier that's the only reason why the democrats act like they care about what's happening in israel don't get it twisted the democrats don't care about israel they care more about ukraine they really don't care about israel and the only reason why they care about they act like they care about israel is because a lot of jewish people pouring money into them. That's the only reason. If Jewish people here in the United States of America were by and large conservatives, the Democrats would say, we need to stay out of Israel. We need to stay out. Am I wrong? Listen. Jack Lew is an Iran sympathizer who has no business being our ambassador. It's bad for the United States. It's bad for Israel to have an Iran sympathizer as our ambassador to that country. He 
helped Iran evade American sanctions, and he lied to Congress about it. He defended the Obama administration's refusal to use our veto at the United Nations in the final days of the Obama administration to protect Israel from anti-Semitic resolutions. I know Democrats are saying that we need to confirm Jack Lew quickly to show our support for Israel. I would say it's the exact opposite. We need to defeat Jack Lew's nomination to show that we have a new approach to Iran. Yeah, meaning that we're not going to allow <laughs> we're not going to allow Iran, Iran to continue to do this. We're not going to allow it to happen. Go away says Ted Cruz will stand with Israel, but not with the J six Sixers. You know, Americans, I, you know what? That is a really good point. And that's kind of upset me about Ted Cruz and Ted Cruz actually sided with the tyrannical left on that situation. And then they got a big outlash from uh, outcry from it. And that's what he had to go on Tucker when Tucker was still on Fox news and try to redeem himself. And Tucker would not let him off. Tucker wouldn't let him off. He said, no, nah. he said, Ted Cruz. He said, no, you know what you're saying. You purposely stay stuff. You purposely say stuff. And Ted Cruz, he back, he said, you know, he, Ted Cruz saw the error in his ways because I called it out when that happened. I said, you know what? This is going to work in our benefit as far as Ted Cruz. He's going to come out hitting strong because he doesn't want anyone to believe that he's not for the J6ers. He's not for America. He came out hitting hard after that. I called it. I said, look, now, again, lying Ted. I mean, look, I'm still Trump. Lying, the never Trumpers came out of Ted's, uh, his camp. The never Trumpers, that's where all that got started from lying Ted. But ever since that J6 thing, he's been coming out hitting hard. He has been. And he hasn't, he may put his foot in his mouth here sooner or later, but he hasn't as of yet. Okay, when we come back from this break, I want to share with you why I believe that there's some leftists that are starting to wake up about what's happening as a result in Israel. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500 year old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One third of humanity Die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Pharma hats are where style and leather come together to create exceptional headwear. Proudly made in the USA, experience craftsmanship like never before, and they're 100% leather hats, handcrafted in the heart of Minnesota, USA. Their premium full grain cattle leather ensures unparalleled quality and durability 
for all your outdoor adventures. Amazing features include 50 plus UV protection, water resistant, foldable design that is convenient on the go, effortlessly stow your hat in the free travel bag provided, and the vintage oiled wax finish that only gets better with age. Whether you're hiking through rugged terrain, enjoying a day at the beach, or simply strolling through town, these hats are the ideal choice. As a UFA producer, you see me wear mine every day, and everywhere I go, I get compliments and asked where I get mine. Don't miss out on the chance to own a hat that seamlessly blends fashion, functionality, and quality. Visit UniteAmericaFirst.com and go to our merch page today and discover the world of handcrafted leather excellence. Elevate your adventure, elevate your style, shop now. Let me tell you about Tactilian.com. Tactilian.com make these beautiful flags that you can put on your vehicle. And the reason why I'm talking about them is because they build homes for veterans from the proceeds that they get when they sell these flags on their website, tactilian.com. If you have a vehicle that has a location that's not magnetic, this one's magnetic, and you can see I put it on a sports vehicle, and it looks really good on there, and it goes on the other vehicles. Anywhere is a magnetic spot, you can put it on there, and it's not gonna fly off or fall off. If you don't have a magnetic location, you can get one like this that has an adhesive backing on it, and it won't go anywhere either. You can go through the car washing and the stay on there. I'm highly impressed. These are American made right here in the United States of America. With all of these woke companies right now, why wouldn't we look into this? Why wouldn't we support a company that supports America? At least I am. That's the reason why I'm promoting tactilian.com. I encourage you to get one now, get two now. Buy them for your loved ones, buy them for vests that you know. Buy from military personnel that you know. Go to tactilian.com forward slash wheel and get 15% off, 15%. These are awesome. And again, let me remind you, a portion of the sales go to help build homes for veterans. Isn't that what we are about? Do it now, tactilian.com forward slash wheel. You'll love it. All right, and we're back. Thank you so much for being with us. Now, with everything, the conflict that's been taking place over in Israel, a lot of people on the left starting to say, wait, 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 wait a minute. What was happening here? Because there's two sides. I mean, put it this way. You have people on the left that are split about what's happening in Israel. And there's people on the right that are split about what's happening in Israel. There's people on the right. They say that they're Christians, but they want to see Israel destroyed. They, they, these are Christians. They're saying Israel's occupying the land, which is crazy to me that they call themselves Christians. But then you have people on the left that are out there with these signs talking about trans for Palestine, trans, homosexual, LGBT for Palestine. And I'm like, what? Don't you know that they'll take you to the highest building and show you how much they love to see how far you can fly? Right. So a lot of them are like, yeah, no, we can't do that. Which is which is really crazy because Israel, you know, the Israeli people, they have the largest LGBT event in that region of the world. It's stupid crazy. And see, I don't support the Israeli, the leftist Israelis that that support that you know put all the sodomy out there targeting children. I don't support that at all. If y'all been listening to Will Johnson, you know that I don't. But it's really interesting that you have some leftists that are all gay and everything, and they're supporting the group that would kill them versus the one that would embrace them. 
That don't make any sense, but that's liberalism for you. Well, listen to Bill Maher, because Bill Maher is another one. Bill Maher, he's a total atheist, completely atheist, and he don't even hide the fact that he's atheist, unless he has a change of heart, which I doubt. But listen, Bill Maher, well, every now and then, he'll come out with common sense topics, or he'll talk, he'll talk common sense. It's just like, look at this, it's just not right. Two plus two is still four, and even three plus one is four. He will stick with the actual math. But some stuff, he goes way out there. Now, he was the one, just really quick, he was the one that said the only way to get rid of President Trump, you have to crush the economy, and then COVID hit. But anyways, listen to this. I just want to finish with the values first, because it's just amazing to me that the American left, so much of it, throws their lot in with people whose values, I I hope they don't share, but let's go through them. Because values and customs make a difference, okay? And the people of... Gaza, by the way, if the Israelis did get rid of Hamas, they'd be doing a giant favor to the people of Gaza who hate Hamas too. But uh, let's just go through the list. Because the Israelis look like us in most ways, values-wise. Maybe we're not doing it the right way. I don't know. Religious tolerance, that doesn't exist in Gaza. You're either Muslim or an infidel, and you better be a Muslim. And it doesn't exist in the liberal left here in the United States of America, talking about religious tolerance. The left, they hate Christ. They reject Christ. They don't even want you to have the Ten Commandments anywhere. They don't want you to pray on a football field. The left have been really open about their hatred towards Christianity. But for some reason, they're like open to Muslims because, you know, they're going to a Christian bank, a Christian bank, a Christian bakery. And they'll try to force that Christian bakery to drop all their morals in. And they know that they're a Christian bakery on purpose, talking about the left here in America. But you notice these leftist, communist, socialist, Democrats never go inside of a Muslim bakery trying to force them to make one. Have you ever noticed that? This never happened. There's never been no lawsuit about it either. Continue. Female freedom, free and fair elections, free speech, gay rights. I see these queers for Palestine. Did you hear their sister banners. organization, Blacks for the KKK? <laughs> I mean, look at that. Queers for Palestine, right? I was just sitting there talking about that. And they got someone to talk about trans for Palestine. Now, listen to the guy that's getting ready to talk now because he says he's full on gay, right? And then he just mentioned talking about the Blacks for the KKK. These must be Democrat Blacks because there's no conservative Black people that's for the KKK. Now, someone may have made that up trying to make it look like somebody like Will Johnson supporting the KKK, which is not true at all. I don't support any Democrat KKK organizations. None of them. (laughs) It's like, by the way, I'm I'm a I'm a gay man. I've lived in Berlin. This is a level of masochism that even I cannot comprehend. Right. (laughs) I mean, you know what? Uh, uh, can I just finish my list of pedophilia? I'll put that under don't ask. Don't ask, don't tell, right? Don't ask, don't tell. And he's, he's talking about pedophilia, which right now the United Nations, along with a lot of leftist liberals, they're all in support of pedophilia. United Nations literally just said that if a grown adult want to have sexual relationships with a child, it should not be against the law. If it's consensual sex, these people are sick. 
the left, they actually support pedophilia. But listen to what he says about pedophilia here. I just finished my list of pedophilia. I'll put that under don't ask. Child brides and so forth. Equality of the sexes. I'll categorize that under don't make me fucking laugh. The, the fact that, you know, these people think that this is where they should be aligned with, that these are the values that you support? I think this, this past week has been a real important moment for a moral reckoning on the American left. Because there is a small, and I'm going to emphasize that, a very small but growing an extremely loud faction on the American left that has revealed itself. I don't know how to be anymore. Okay, well, I don't, I, I mean. You know, there's a lot of people on the left that are starting to wake up. But, you know, it's like, I guess right now they're just going to wake up just a little bit, but then they're going to go right back to it, just like the people in Chicago. Have y'all seen the latest what's happening in Chicago just real briefly here? Have y'all seen any of that? The people in Chicago, they're in an uproar because of all of the illegal immigrants that showed up there. And then you have a couple of stupid black people saying, well, you know, we welcome them here. We welcome here. Just not. They just don't need to be here. Like, where, where, where do you think they need to go? And they're all kicking and screaming. And then the mayor won't even show up to have a conversation with them about all of the illegal immigrants that they're putting, that they're setting up right there at their in their neighborhood, taking away their resources. And the black people are kicking and screaming, saying, look, we just started getting a little bit better. But no, no. And then some of them saying we have high crime and you're bringing in more people. You haven't even vetted them. You don't know why they're here, what their intentions are. So this is like a coordinated attack against the American people all around. But the stupid black people in Chicago, they voted for it. So you really can't, there's really no room for you to complain about it. That's why the mayor don't even respect you enough to show up. Because he's saying that you voted for me, so shut up and take it now. Who cares that your children want to play football on the field? Who cares that your child might get a scholarship somewhere and, and, the, and the scouts can come watch them, but now they can't because of the illegals? Shut up and take it because you voted for this. Now, let me play this for you. This is, uh, there's no, there's no graphics in here, but you can actually see what's happening in this video. You can see that Hamas, when they were going in, killing the Israelis, go ahead and split screen it for me. They were going in to kill the Israelis. And as a result of going in to kill the Israelis, of course, there were some Israelis that were there that were fighting a back, that were fighting Hamas when it first popped off. Here's a body cam that was on one of the Hamas militant terrorists. This body cam. Now, why they released this, I don't know. But it's really interesting. And this is what's been reported about this particular video, that this is Hamas going in looking for Israelis to kill and Israelis shot back. Watch. And it's interesting. 
that the camera ends right now. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's interesting that the camera ends viewing the sky. War is always terrible. War is never a good thing. But when you have people that's going out of their way to kill you, you kind of have to defend yourself. I'm willing to bet every single person that's watching right now, if someone were to show up to give bring bodily harm to you, you're going to do everything you can to defend yourself and your family. And some people like to say otherwise. Some people like to say otherwise. Which brings me to another point right here. Have y'all seen this? Now, China has mentioned that if the, if not the United States, probably United States as well, but if Israel continues, that they're going to have a problem. And there's an article that I want to share with you before I play this. Do we have the article, Shannon? Yep. Because look, this is, this is new technology that Israel has, but China is acting like they don't want Israel to have this technology to defend themselves. I mean, it's really bizarre. It's just like what the Bible said would happen in the last days. Look at this article. This article is on CNBC. It says China urged Israel to stop its collective punishment of Palestinian civilians in the Gaza Strip as the U.S. Secretary of State Blinken raced through the Middle East over the weekend in an attempt to to stab off a wider war in the region. Israel's China said this Israel's actions have gone beyond a self-defense and it should heed the call of the international community and the secretary general of the United Nations to stop its collective punishment of the people in Gaza. They said the exercise of the right of self-defense should abide by international humanitarian law and should not be at the expense of innocent civilian casualties. So what about the innocent casualties of the Israelis? 100%. I mean, again, you notice they never mentioned that. They never mentioned that they went in. Oh, but they're Israelis. That's okay. They're supposed to die. And well, let me ask you something. Right? Think about that. How do you fight an enemy that's not really a country and really doesn't abide by the same laws? No, You know what it is? The bad guys don't play by the same rules. Exactly. They don't. They expect Israel to restrain themselves. Oh, Israel, if you do anything, we're going to consider genocide. But Hamas, the Palestinian people allowing it to happen, that's a different story because you occupied the land, which is the most idiotic, dumb statement I have ever heard. Why is that? Because what year did Moses take the Israelites to the promised land? Of course, Moses never made it because they 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 went around the wilderness for 40 years. But after that 40 years, the Israelites made it to the promised land. Where is that at? Oh, they are there right now. Jerusalem, et cetera, et cetera. But none of them want to acknowledge that. As soon as you bring that point up about Moses taking them there, leading them there out of Egypt, they all get dumbfounded. It's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Blah, blah. Huh. We need to change the subject. And then we're going up there just occupying, occupying. And then they're talking about the United Nations recognized Israel as a state in 1948. But you notice something, Shannon. 
The yeah. United Nations never recognized Palestine as a state. You ever notice that? Yeah. They never did that with Palestine. Why is that, everybody? Mm-hmm. Right? And the United Nations, they are not for Israel. So why would they do that? Why would they acknowledge, why would they acknowledge Israel but not Palestine? And when the United strange. Nations is not for Israel. This is strange. Well, I'd actually pinmarked an article on Fox News about Iran Iran giving a threat as well, saying Let's that put it on the screen. It's not it's not on the screen. This article is not there oh, anymore. It's gone? It's gone. But it was saying the Iran- Iranian minister said that an attack on the Gaza Strip, you know, if Israel starts its ground attack, that it will be opening up the doors of hell in that area. Yeah. You know, Sealed by Fire, thank you so much for leaving the comments here on Frank's speech. Uh, you are on fire with your comments. There was one I wanted to mention that you said, um, you know, when to talk about the bakery. He says, uh, he said he was, this, listen to this, Shannon, because this is really good, actually. He said, I was thinking, he, I was thinking about the same thing, Will. He says, uh, we need to go to a Muslim bakery and force him to make a I support Israel cake or Jew cake. Right? I support Israel cake. Oh, they wouldn't. Imagine, and then, so wait a minute, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? The gay people you know, did it. The gay people went to a Christian. But see, and then you would see all the ACLU, the NWACP, the all the ABC, CBS, CNN, all the communist news networks, outlets, MSSTD. They all go, oh my, oh my goodness. These mega Republicans, yeah. they're attacking these Muslim bakeries. It's racist. It's racist. <laughs> the white supremacists. Religious you know, freedom. Religious freedom, everybody. Right. See, then they would be all for it. Isn't it amazing how that works? Mm. Isn't it amazing how that works? It really is. It really is. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for leaving the comments. And he says another one that's really good, too. When I played the one where the, the guy was going in looking for Israelis to kill him, he says, time for 72 versions, dude. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay, let me play this clip where, you know, Muslim community and even apparently China don't want Israelis to defend themselves. Watch this technology. This is state-of-the-art technology out of this world, in this world. This laser weapon can strike targets such as drones, rockets, and mortars, and can do so for a fraction of the price of other missile-powered defense systems. The Iron Beam is an experimental project built by Israel. It could be used in conjunction with the Iron Dome, which launches rockets and is considered one of the most advanced air defense systems in the world. Israel says the Iron Beam could enhance its protection against threats from Iran's allies in Lebanon and Gaza. But some defense experts say the technology has several weaknesses, including its short range. To perfect the system, Israel is in talks with the U.S. about cooperating on the technology. Here's how the laser beam system works and why some military analysts say American expertise could enhance it. The iron beam is composed of a laser gun located on this swiveling unit, a surveillance system that tracks incoming threats and a command center where operators give directions. Israeli officials say the laser gun fires a beam that uses 100 kilowatts of power. That's around 100 times the typical electrical power that a household in the U.S. uses. Here's what it looks like in action. This footage from the Israeli Defense Ministry shows the laser striking down a rocket. 
Israel's goal is to integrate this weapon into its arsenal and also save some money. That's according to military analysts who say the laser would allow the country's army to reduce its reliance on the more expensive Iron Dome. One interceptor missile fired from the Iron Dome can cost $50,000 or more. In contrast, Israeli's departing Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said the Iron Beam could do the same thing for as little as $2. I think there are two advantages. One, the cost per kill, the recovering is, is low. And the second is that there is no ammunition. You save all this uh, train of uh, production and logistics. That's Uzi Rubin, a defense engineer and military analyst. Years ago, he developed earlier defense systems for Israel. He says the iron beam, despite all its advantages, has a lot of issues to overcome. This is not a silver bullet, as it sounds. One is a short range, the other is uh, the sensitivity to weather. And the third is the low kill rate. Let's start with the weather. The issue is that the system's sensors can be hampered in rainy and cloudy conditions. That means the Iron Beam may not be operational in Israel in colder months such as November and December, according to Rubin. If the weather prevents it from working, Israel's defense ministry says the Iron Dome could kick in. Another vulnerability is said to be the range. The beam loses power as it travels through the air, making its impact on the target less powerful. It's known as the bloom effect. All right, I'm going to stop it there because it goes on for about another three minutes and we're going to run out of time before we go on. So, um, yeah, uh, Sealed by Fire said, you know, what? I, I, I've known Annie Cyrus for, for many years now. When I held a rally in California, she actually came and spoke at that rally. And she was telling me that was the first time that someone actually asked her to come out and speak at a rally. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea because she was very outspoken. That's the reason why I wanted her to come speak. And she's been talking about this for many, many years. She actually went to your, uh, you had a rally in Dearborn, Michigan. I had a too. rally in Dearborn, Michigan as well. And she showed up. So yeah, I've known Annie for a while and Annie, you know, and, the reason why I'm bringing that up because Annie, you put a statement in here what Annie was saying that Annie uh, said that the Quran recognized the land, uh, recognized that the land belonged to Israel. It does. It actually does. And when and when I first found that out, I'm like, wait, what? Even in the Quran, it says that land belongs to the Israelites, but their hatred and their blindness is so deep and so wide. They, they don't care. They don't care. They've been all indoctrinated. Even the book that they have tells them that that is the land of the Israelites. They acknowledge Moses, Abraham. They acknowledge what happened. They acknowledge the fact that Moses took the Israelites out of Egypt to the promised land, they, to the land that they are currently on. But they have such an indoctrination and such a hatred that they don't even recognize that it's happening. Hey, hand me one of that bag right there. Hand me that bag down there real quick. Yeah. So have y'all seen the hats that my producer wears? Have y'all seen the hats? So they're on my website. If anyone is interested in getting one of these hats, they're actually really awesome. We put them in, the, I keep them in the bags. And I'm going to pull one out real quick before we run out of time here and pull them out. Like this is kind of similar to one that she has on actually it's just like the one she has on. Yeah. And you see, I pulled it out the back and it just keeps the shape because it's genuine leather. I mean, yeah, it's cow real leather. leather. Cowhide. Right. Very nice. 
Very nice. And she gets compliments everywhere we go. Oh, I love the hat. I love the hat. I love the hat. I love the hat. And I'm like, I'm tired of hearing about people loving your hat. <laughs> yeah, everywhere I go, people are like, where did you get the hat? I love the style of the hat. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a trip because, you know, I've known my producer for years and she's been like really trying to find hats. And here's a black one. And it's really nice. Men and women. If you go to UnitesAmericaFirst.com, go check it out. Go Show check it out. the inside, Will. Because the one out. reason why I have a hard time finding hats is because I can't ever get one to stay on my head. Yeah. But this one has that little band on the inside. Yep, right there. Usually I wear small, but I wear this one's a medium. It stays on your head even when it's windy outside. Pretty crazy. Yep, it great, is. Great, great hat. Yep, great hat. UniteAmericaFirst.com. Just go check it out. UniteAmericaFirst.com. Okay, everybody, that's it for me. I hear the music coming in. Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson coming up next. Make sure you stay tuned for that. It's going to be a phenomenal show. We just talked about it, everybody. God bless. In 1942, master lithographer Theodore Oman created his authentic restoration of the Declaration of Independence. In essence, he recreated the Declaration as to how it looked when it was signed. In 1953, he created an astonishing replica of the U.S. Constitution. Together, they are regarded as the most beautiful replicas of our nation's founding documents ever created. Now, you can own lithographic reprints of these masterpieces. There's no better way to show your patriotic spirit than to hang a set of omen prints in a place for all to see. Don't hesitate. The time is now to reinforce the significance of the very documents that define America and set us apart from every other country in the world. Now available at mystore.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Barma hats are where style and leather come together to create exceptional headwear. Proudly made in the USA, experience craftsmanship like never before, and they're 100% leather hats. Handcrafted in the heart of Minnesota, USA. Their premium full grain cattle leather ensures unparalleled quality and durability for all your outdoor adventures. Amazing features include 50 plus UV protection, water resistant, foldable design that is convenient on the go. Effortlessly stow your hat in the free travel bag provided and the vintage oil wax finish that only gets better with age. Whether you're hiking through rugged terrain, enjoying a day at the beach, or simply strolling through town, these hats are the ideal choice. 
As a UFA producer, you see me wear mine every day, and everywhere I go, I get compliments and asked where I get mine. Don't miss out on the chance to own a hat that seamlessly blends fashion, functionality, and quality. Visit UniteAmericaFirst.com and go to our merch page today and discover the world of handcrafted leather excellence. Elevate your adventure, elevate your style, shop now. 